0: Welcome back to the podcast. That's you're, talking you. to, you're talking to me. I'm not talking to this. No, I thought you were talking to them. No, 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 no. no. They're, they're, they're there all the time. Sometimes, you know, they're, they're, they're binging. It's going to auto go into the next one. I'm talking to you, you've been away for a few episodes.
1: Thank you very much. It's nice It's nice to be back. You know what I mean? It's like uh, I've been off for like a week and a bit. I'd actually, probably even longer than that if you add in the whole Christmas thing as well. So, um, yeah, I've forgotten what everything does, to be honest with you. Yeah, but nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. Within half an hour of the show you're about to listen to, our producer Adam sat there with a flipping coat on like a teenager. <laughs> so it's back to normal. <laughs> Back off paternity leaves. Good to be back. Good to see Richie's little cheeky face. It's good to have you back. Uh, uh, baby Stella, born at home Thursday of last week. She's all good. Cheers for the messages. It means a lot. Uh, I took Stella to be registered this morning. You know, like you might have 14 days to register an electrical device if you buy it from the <laughs> Apple Store. Uh, we took her to the South End Civic Centre. And do you know what? We've decided not to give her a middle name. Mm-hmm. So she's middle nameless because I genuinely believe that middle names are more trouble than they're worth. And the reason is is that my middle name is Leslie. My mum and dad <laughs> named me after... I was born in the house in Ellesmere Port. Not, not a kind of fancy home birth for the pool like we had, but more was kind of eager to get out. Uh, and uh, the, the midwife that um, delivered me was called Leslie. So my mum put that as my middle name. Thank God she wasn't called, like, Jeanette or something. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but it's got everywhere I've gone, every school I've gone to, workplace... When people found out my middle name... It's murder. So <laughs> why have you ever stopped to think? Why do we give people middle names? What's the point in it? Do you know what I mean I've I've never stopped to think because I've got uh, a rather
0: run-of-the-mill mark as my middle name nice classic so it's never been a problem yeah. so i've never i've never had a problem in then handing on a middle name to a child yes but i can imagine if so do you think if you'd had a more conventional middle name you might have
1: then passed on middle name? i'd love to be been like a dan do you know what i mean like dan <laughs> whereas people go on about les imagine if i was called les yeah what time's les getting here <laughs> So Les Les is in the other room, he's just making a cup of tea. Do you want anything? So it's just a bane, it really is a bane. So uh, first hour of the show tonight, in honour of the fact that we're not giving Stella a a middle name, middle name nightmares, have you got a middle name that you're absolutely ashamed of and you'd love to get rid of? Alex says, uh, my middle name's James, was named after my mum's first boyfriend to secretly spite my dad. (laughs) Uh, and Jack says, Diana is my middle name. I was born two weeks before Charles and Di got married, so I got the nickname of our family's own Lady Di, and I've spent the last 40 years disproving it. Uh, we're talking about middle name nightmares. I've decided not to give our baby daughter, Stella, a middle name because I think it's more trouble than it's worth. If you've got a bad middle name, tell us.
0: I must come clean on this. Uh, my 16-year-old son, Charlie, does have a middle name, uh-huh. as do all my three children, uh, but Charlie's is Mackenzie. That's I chose cool. this name myself. It's a cool name. Yeah. chose this name myself because I found in a baby book that Mackenzie means son of the great man. Okay. So I thought, I love this. narcissism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 100%. 100%, that's exactly why I was doing it. But here's the irony. Wasn't paying attention when I registered it uh, and the birth certificate came back and it says McKenkey.
1: Oh, my word. So he can't change that
0: until he's 18, which is in a year and a half's time. So what great irony. Great man can't even register a birth property.
1: That is a massive irony, isn't it? Yeah. And he sounds like a striker who might have gone to the African Cup of Nations with that kind of name. <laughs> like that. That's brilliant. Uh, so what he's got that, he's saddled with that now until when?
0: Until he's eighteen, wow. change it by depot. So he's like footnote McKenzie or something or other on his birth certificate.
1: Absolutely amazing. This this is again proving my point. Uh, more trouble than the worth. Although someone called Will has just tweeted the show, and I don't. This, he doesn't back this up with any like actual proper facts. But he says, uh, "Bush, you've given your kid a disadvantage from the start." Apparently, people with middle names are thirty three percent more likely to get a job interview. Wow! Come on now, McKenzie, you've got it. <laughs> Eight, twelve, fifteen. If you've got a bad middle name, Yvonne says my middle name is Berta. From my German great-grandmother, as I'm the only girl in the family, Berta is the name of every German farmer's number one milking cow. How I wonderful. did not know that. That's wow.
0: amazing. Uh, <laughs> Ivan says this tweet. I mean, why? Was I so bad in the first 30 seconds of life that my parents decided I was like Ivan the Terrible?
1: It, hopefully there's not nominative determinism going on there. Uh, Marilyn says, here's another angle to this which I hadn't really thought about. She said I've always felt a bit uh, left out not having a middle name. So the repercussions of Stella not having a middle name, maybe she feels she might have to make one up
0: down the line. One for down the road. Uh, Jennifer, plenty going on in your house with middle names. Explain. Uh, Well, my
2: kids need a personality to live with me, so start as a mean to go on, right?
1: Yeah. So what did you call them then for middle names?
2: (laughs) So Alfie is Alfie Danger, Harry is Harry Nemesis, and my two-year-old is Mabour Rainbow. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you know what do you know
0: what I'd love to jump down the, down the phone here and take the mic but I think I think they're all awesome
2: but well, yeah Alfie Danger and Harry, Harry Nemesis um, the Nemesis came from my husband was like oh what about Alfie and Archie we like um, Alfie's Arch Nemesis I was like not so much Archie
1: nemesis I can get on board with Wow and so I mean we had to go down to a very kind of like uh, stern looking uh, top of uh, civil servant at the South End Civic Center to register uh, Stella earlier on today did they raise an eyebrow when you were when you were putting these names in on the form?
2: Yeah, but let's face it, most people raise eyebrows at me, so it was OK. No, no dramas. She's a live
1: wire. <laughs> wow. This one's a live wire. I think probably that's the most out there, middle name so far. If you think you can beat Danger, Nemesis and Rainbow, get in touch with the show. Liam says, my middle name is Ralston. Oh. What about that, Ralston? It sounds like the uh, the bloke off the front of the Monopoly box. <laughs> uh, and Terry says, my middle name is Derbrow. It's an old family French surname, skipped a generation, then my hippie parents thought they'd bring it back for me. It sounds like uh, someone out of Lord of the Rings. Good lad, Uh, Durbrow.
0: This is great from uh, Claire in Kent. Uh, She says, we weren't given middle names when we were kids. Much like yourself. Fair enough. Uh, She says, so my brother made his own up when he was (laughs) seven. (laughs) So he became Carl Jumbo Concord King Kong Everett. Oh, my word. (laughs) I I dread to think what my middle names would have been been if if I came up with them myself imagine, when I was seven.
1: Imagine that, though. Before the age of ten, you're allowed to make your own one up if you don't get given one. Incredible. That'd be so good. He sounds like someone that runs for a, a local, <laughs> you know, in a local election <laughs> with yeah. a big top hat on and loads of money stuck out the top of his yeah. head. <laughs> Strange <laughs> description. Sorry about that. Uh, right, we've got Becky on the line. got an unusual middle name. Do tell us what it is, Becky. So, it's
2: Hilma. Hilma.
1: It was my, I feel bad
2: saying this, because it's, it's my dad's mom's name, but it was made up of her two her two um, grandparents' names, Hilda and Mavis. So they put the two together and made Hilma. And wow. that, that, that was her name, and then that name was given to me.
1: So it's an unusual name, right? And does it come up, yeah. like, when you were at school and stuff like that? Did you used to get the mickey taken out of you? This is why I'm saying that sometimes middle names can uh, be a bit of a curse.
2: Oh, big time, yeah. I used to pretend. If I can get away with it, I'll tell people I haven't got one. <sighs> um... Well, obviously, for, like, really super official things, like when I was at school and doing my exams and stuff, it would be on there, and people was like, what's that? <laughs> or, or, it's, or it's on my ID for a night out. Oh, and, wow, I oh. didn't think about that,
0: that side is, of it, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. So you go out for a night out, and then you get quizzed for about twenty
1: minutes by a bouncer <laughs> on your middle name. So you must feel terrible, then. Cause I've had the same thing. I went right. I know Richie's middle name is Mark, but I've said my my middle name is Mark before in the past, rather than say Leslie. Oh, which is really? really? Bad. So when you do that and you lie about it, your your great 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 grandmas or whatever must be turning in their grave because it's almost like
2: I know Saint Peter that's why and the I feel cockerel. Bad. <laughs> that's why I feel bad. But yeah, there's no escaping it.
0: Do you know what? If we mixed our names together for a shorter name of the show, we'd either be Rush or Bitchy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Rush or Bitchy. That'd be great. We've got Jack on the line. Jack, tell us about your middle name. What is it?
2: So, my middle name is Dollar. Um, you know, it's a name carried down through the family, like my great uncle.
1: We're big believers on the show of uh, nominative determinism. I mean, you know, you have a name, you visualise it, you become that thing. We're giving away £50,000 this week. Surely you've got to have a go on those competitions if your middle name is Dollar, AKA Cash.
2: I am. I definitely will be. I always enter the competitions, but I never seem to win, so...
0: Considering a
1: name change then?
0: <laughs> 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 Jack, is there any American history? You say it's been passed down in your family. Is there distant American history in it? Someone had to be the first dollar. Oh, yeah.
2: I don't think so, not off the top of my head. I don't think there's any American Related family members.
1: No, no offense to you or your family, but I do think you know if you're, if you're you know, born and bred British, you do need to change it to pounds or, or shilling or something a little bit more kind yeah, of UK. Do you know what I mean?
2: But the thing is that it's a bit plain isn't it? When they dollar everyone's just. That's my nickname. My middle name's Dollar. Like everyone, like my, name, my mates have called me that from young, and it's just stuck ever since. Here's um, another
0: suggestion. I don't. You don't need to tell us for ID purposes what your surname is, but say, for example, it's Smith. What yeah. you could do is take your Dollar and then make it a, a double-barreled hyphenated surname. So suddenly you'd be Jack Dollar Smith. Oh yeah. And then suddenly that sounds <laughs> mega cool. It sounds like an Arsenal <laughs> left back. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Nah, do you know what, it's a unique unique name, you know, and uh, like I say, I'm I'm glad to have it as a name. I'd like to pass it down to, you know, one of my kids, but my girlfriend doesn't like the idea of it. She doesn't think it sits right, but...
1: Oh, you've got to keep it going, though, right? Your girlfriend's going to put a stop to this?
2: Well, this is it. I've got to put my foot down. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, you know, I've got to go with it and she's not gonna like it, but I'm sure what? she can name it on the next child when we have a child,
1: that is. Well, this is best <laughs> of luck with that. <laughs>
0: yeah, Jack, you're you're tying yourself up in all sorts of knots now. Well, and it would be responsible of us to, to now let you go before you get in some kind of trouble.
2: Well, it's worth it, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we just don't wanna get involved, Jack. We don't wanna get involved, alright, Sunshine. We don't want you sleeping on our couch, all right? So sleep it there.
0: <laughs> Take care, Jack. Good so, to chat.
1: Thanks a lot. Producer Adam is wearing his puffer jacket in the studio whilst we're doing the show, and it's like you know when someone comes into your house and they don't take their coat off, it's yeah. like they're not, you're not stopping.
0: Yeah. It's cold. you got got somewhere to go. It's cold.
1: Given the current environment and media and stuff, I don't want to make you take your cl- top, top <laughs> off or anything, but there, take the coat off. Thanks very much. Put it back on. Yeah, actually, put it back on. Thanks, mate. <laughs>
0: Still not quite over the uh, the fact that I gave up both my weekend uh, lions to the England cricket team, uh, and it's something that's been going on for the last sort of six weeks or so. Whilst the Ashes has been down on for those of us who follow uh, cricket down under. Why'd do you bother? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Genuinely, really? I don't know. Fact, I, know cricket,
0: I know, I they, know. They, you wouldn't stand for that in any other sport, or no, you wouldn't. Do you know what no, I mean? No, no. And there's, uh, in some respects, more fool me for on Sunday morning, waking up for one final time <laughs> at seven fifteen and looking at my phone and thinking <laughs> they've got a chance. I'm going to get up and go downstairs in my dressing gown and watch this, rather than just staying in bed for the one of the two days a week that I possibly
1: could. So, I mean, for the uninitiated, what we lost the ashes was just. Like, was it a whitewash? What was the score? It was only—it 4-0 out of a, a, a possible 5-0, and that's
0: only because one of the matches ended in a draw. We were, we were just horrendous. But here's my problem, right? In any other kind of like area of life, if something really, really, really disappointed you and you were let down by a body or an organisation or whatever, you try and claim your money back, you try and claim the product back or, or get some kind of uh, resale... In this, it's not possible. I'd love to somehow reclaim my last six weekend lions. That's like 10, 12 lions from the England cricket team
1: but it's not possible with a toddler lions are precious as well
0: exactly precious time it's a sacrifice I've made so what we'd like to open today is the home time small claims court alright yes. this is an imaginary body that can reclaim that time back from you you know the time that you feel you are owed by somebody else in this case the England cricket team this
1: is like PPI right yeah. but like for, bit, for wind ups do you know I mean if you've had a wind up like for example I've, we've invested quite a lot of time during when I was off for of paternity leave with uh, that drama I don't know what channel it was on, but the tourist. Everyone's raving about it. Well, it got to the end, it was ridiculous. <laughs> I want my money back. Same with the vigil. remember the one on the submarine? I do remember that one. Started yes. off brilliant, everyone's thinking, oh, it's going to be fantastic. Yep, yep. Absolutely ridiculous at the end. There's, there's no, I want compensation for this.
0: If it existed, and it does tonight, the Hometime Small Claims Court <laughs> is exactly where you would come. So if you've got a claim that you'd like to make for something that you'd love to get that time back or that investment back, but in real life you can't normally, what's your claim? One has come in from Craig immediately that we set this up this would be a, a fascinating case if we can see this one through bush and it would it would set quite a precedent
1: if there was a ruling on this one we do have limited legal powers. let's exactly. see what happens
0: craig says i would like to make a claim against my wife to claim back the time for every single time we get in the car and she then asks did i turn my straighteners off
1: do you know that is a good point? Although I, I'm in our relationship, I'm the one who always thinks I've forgotten something. I've got to run back in again. I haven't locked the back door, so I would get counter-sued. It, <laughs> it works.
0: It works two ways. The text here says the time wasted uh, for people at the top of uh, escalators or doorways. That's a claim I'd like to make. So what, you
1: want money back for being polite? <laughs> so those... In the
0: essence, that's what that's saying. Actually,
1: yeah. to be fair, you know, how annoyed do you get when you let someone out driving and they drive past you and they don't say thanks? hate it. Surely there should be compensation. Just want to thank you, yeah. Exactly, there you go. Cat uh, from Ferrum says, along the same lines as The Tourist, I was just saying earlier on, I would like um, compensation for watching that to the end because it got ridiculous. Uh, she would like to take JJ Abram- Abrams uh, to your small claims court for the amount of time I invested in his series Lost. <laughs> I know this was years ago, but I'm still bitter about it to this very day. <laughs> Maybe there's a statute of limitations on this. Who knows?
0: Uh, Chris, uh, who's your claim against? Uh, it's a uh, game of thorns that
1: all about can they they use that quote on the next poster for the next series seven series of
2: greatness and then that last one what went on there (laughs)
1: <laughs> Do you remember this at the time? There was a lot of people very unhappy with the, uh, the final episode of Game of Thrones. I mean, I've never watched it. What was wrong with it, Richie? As far as
0: it uh, I, I watched it. Um, I, per- I personally don't have any problem with, with how it ended. And, and I guess there are still people wading their way through, so I've got to be careful with what I say here. But there is a large body of people who were unhappy, and, and Chris is obviously leading that uh, vanguard at the moment.
2: don't
1: buy that, there's nobody happy with that ending It'd be (laughs) ridiculous. He's not having it. Chris, have a brilliant rest of the trip on that open-top bus, (laughs) and have a good Monday night. (laughs) Cheers, guys, have a good one.
0: Bush, you probably better make a ruling on this, you understand it more than I do this particular sport. Uh, Steve says, against the Dallas Cowboys, please, they shot themselves in the foot over and over and over and lost when they should have won. Uh, Is that a fair
1: recourse? I was up until half one this morning watching that game, mainly because our little baby Stella was having a little uh, paddy, decided Mm -hmm. we didn't want to go to Most unbelievable American football game ever. Uh, The Dallas Cowboys. I think they had like 15 penalties against it. It's almost like they didn't want to win it. And you know the other thing, Mm -hmm. right? They've got this uh, two billion dollar stadium called the AT&T Arena or whatever. And I think they've built it at the wrong angle. So it's, it, it lies east to west and it's got a big window down each side. Oh. So the sun was shining in. You know, like you were in assembly at school and you have, you'd be that one kid with the yeah. sun lit up on you and feel really awful. Uh, they missed two catches, big catches the Cowboys last night, uh, because the sun was shining in the face of people. Brilliant. Don't you think you'd be able to check that first before you decide which angle your stadium's going to be on? You'd have thought. You'd have thought. But one thing
0: we can say for certain is, Steve, you are getting that
1: time and money back. Big time. Uh, Howard says, Bush, how do I go about a claim for nearly falling down a hole whilst jogging because I was desperately clawing my headphones out in case you ruined the end of The Tourist for me? (laughs) Episodes five and six to go. Yours, mentally (laughs) traumatised. It's home time with Bush and Richie, the show that's got a radio station for every decade right now. Once again, for 2022, it's time to jump through time. Bush and Richie through the decades.
2: With Tesco Mobile.
1: One of you could be winning 500 quid as we take you through the decades. Surely we can get a winner here. Can you answer a question from each of the Absolute Radio Decade stations to bag yourself the prize and uh, for us to be forever grateful because this thing's been going on for way too long without a winner. Hopefully winning tonight on the phone we have Kay. How's it going, K? Kay? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? We're good, Kay. We're just uh, delighted to be back in each other's bosom. We are in each other's bosom as you speak.
0: (laughs) Good. (laughs) Um, Kay, we're all here for the rules, so let's remind ourselves, uh, you're going to get seven questions, one from each of our sister stations, Absolute Radio, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 90s, noughties, tens in the present day, and you'll have 60 seconds on the clock to get all seven of those questions correct. You can't pass on a question, and when the time's up, the game's ending. Does that make sense? Yeah,
2: it does.
1: Richie, do you want to do your K joke before we get going? Are you okay?
2: I'm okay, thank you. There we go. Never heard
1: that one before. Oh, good. I'm done. It's an original one. Let's not let's not fall out before we start <laughs> going through the decades. Uh, Kay, then tell us which uh, decade you're going to start with.
2: I'm going to start with the 60s, please.
1: Nice. Right. Kay, Good luck. Let's go thank you. through
0: the decades. Through the decades. Sixties, I Never Loved a Man The Way I Loved You is the tenth
1: studio album by which female artist? Oh, um
2: uh Aretha Franklin.
1: Yes! Seventies, who played Michael in the nineteen seventy-eight film The Deer Hunter?
0: Is it Robert De Niro? Yes. Eighties, which suspension bridge which links Lincolnshire and East Yorkshire was opened in June of nineteen eighty one. Oh, um Suspension Bridge June Oh, that's a so hard one. Um, Oh, um, and should go from where to where? Lincolnshire to East Yorkshire.
2: Lincolnshire.
1: Name Street. some bridges.
2: The Severn Bridge.
1: Um, Not Lincolnshire.
2: Iron Bridge. No.
0: Shropshire.
2: Oh. Uh, Big no. River. Big River. River Thames. River. No. no. Sorry.
1: Oh! oh Unlucky, Kay, you are trapped yes. in the 1980s. You're going to wear a Fat Willy Surfshack T-shirt for the rest of your life. Oh, no. You are lost in time. Courtesy of Home Time with Bush and Ritchie. What was the answer, Richie?
0: I believe Kay just came yes. up with it seconds ago. The Humber Bridge. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, wow. Never mind.
0: It was a bridge too far. It was a bridge too far. <laughs> it wasn't
1: OK. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so let's sorry. Let her go. Let's just let it go. Come on, let's get a winner in 2022. Yes. Uh, this is not Richie night. It's on you lot. Up your game. Uh, if you can't wait to play until tomorrow, you can play the Through the Decades game on your Amazon smart speaker right now by getting some practice in and saying, open the Through the Decades game. <laughs> Through
2: the Decades with Tesco Mobile.
1: So there you go, this is the show. Thanks for listening and all that kind of stuff. First show back for me in a long time. Uh, I don't know what you lot have done with the, the heating. In, oh, it's awful. the air conditioning in this room since I've been uh, <laughs> trapped at home like with the baby yeah. it's either too hot and we're sweating cobs mm-hmm. or it's too cold and Adam over there has got his flipping puffer jacket on
0: I think it's actually this should be the next big panorama okay they, they talk, <laughs> there's a lot of talk currently right. at the moment about funding of the BBC keep it going for panorama the next big exposure I don't think there's a single air conditioning unit in the world where the temperature you feel corresponds with the temperature the display says that
1: it's spitting out yes because this one's saying it's like a, a you know a lovely 19 or something and it's not that in a million years.
0: No. Although, no, no, actually, it's now saying 25.
1: Well, it feels like 25 because <laughs> yeah, bits of my hair are yeah. coming out. <laughs>